जो सर्वसर है कला मेरा वो मेरे आका की जिंदगी है ये सब तुम्हारा करम है आका چونتیس منٹ ہے اور حسب سابق آج بھی ان شاء اللہ ہم مہمان مسلمان محمد سے سورت الروم کی اس اور اس کے بعد والی آیات کی تفسیر اور اس کے جو معنی ہے بلکہ معنی کی جو روح ہے اس تک پہنچنے کی کوشش کریں گے کل کی جو نشست تھی کچھ ایسا لگا کہ اللہ سبحانہ و تعالیٰ کی خاص عطا تھی اس نشست پہ کہ تیسویں آیت کی تشریح میں اس کے مباحث میں ایک بہت بڑی حقیقت سامنے آئی کہ کس طرح سے اللہ تعالیٰ چھوٹی سی آیات میں اتنے بڑے پرنسپل کو اتنے بڑے اصول کو رہتی دنیا تک کے لیے اللہ نے وضع کر دیا کہ انسان جس حالت میں پیدا کیا گیا ہے اس کو اسی حالت میں رکھنا مطلوب ہے وہی اذن الہی ہے اور اللہ تعالیٰ کا جو منشا ہے مشیت ہے اس کے مطابق انسانی انفرادی زندگی کو ڈھالنا اور انسانی اجتماعی زندگی کو ڈھالنا اور اس کو قائم رکھنا ہم سب لوگوں کی ایک اجتماعی اور انفرادی ذمہ داریوں میں سے ایک ذمہ داری ہے اور اللہ رب العزت کے بنائے ہوئے نظام کو سمجھنا اپنی ان فرد کے لیے اور اپنی اجتماعیت کے لیے یہ ہمارا مقصود زندگی ہے اور اسی سے عرفان ذات ہے اس چیز کو سمجھنا دراصل خدا کو سمجھنا ہے خدا تک پہنچنے کے لیے جو راستہ ہے وہ اس کی اس ہدایت کو سمجھنا ہے آج کی آیات اس کا ترجمہ اور اس کے بعد شیخ رضوان سے اس پہ گفتگو بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم In the name of Allah, the entirely merciful the especially merciful. فَأَقِمْ وَجَهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا فِطْرَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي فَطَرَ النَّاسَ عَلَيْهَا لَا تَبْدِيلَ لِخَلْقِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ So direct your face toward the religion, inclining to truth. Adhere to the fitrah of Allah upon which he has created all people. No change should there be in the creation of Allah. That is the correct religion, but most of the people do not know. 
منيبين إليه واتقوه وأقيموا الصلاة ولا تكونوا من المشركين. Adhere to it, turning in repentance to Him, and fear Him and establish prayer, and do not be of those who associate others with Allah. من الذين فرقوا دينهم وكانوا شيعا كل حزب بما لديهم فرحون. Or of those who have divided their religion and become sects, every faction rejoicing in what it has. وإذا مس الناس ضر دعوا ربهم منيبين إليه دعوا ربهم منيبين إليه ثم إذا أذاقهم منه رحمة إذا فريق منهم بربهم يشركون. And when adversity touches the people, they call upon their Lord, turning in repentance to Him. Then when he lets them taste mercy from him, at once a party of them associate others with their Lord. So that they will deny what we have granted them. Then enjoy yourselves, for you are going to know. أم أنزلنا عليهم سلطانا فهو يتكلم بما كانوا به يشركون. Or have we sent down to them an authority, and it speaks of what they were associating with him. شروع الله کے نام سے جو نہایت مہربان رحم کرنے والا ہے اگرچہ آپ نے تلاوت جو ہے وہ تیس سے لے کر کے پینتیس آیات تک سنی لیکن آج کے ہمارے جو مباحث ہیں وہ چوتیسویں آیت تک ختم ہوں گے انشاءاللہ اور پینتیس اور چھتیس انشاءاللہ کل کی نشست میں ہم بحث میں لے کے آئیں گے اللہ رب العزت ان آیات میں فرماتا ہے پس اے نبی اور نبی کے پیروں یکسو ہو کر اپنا رخ اس دین کی سمت میں جما دو قائم ہو جاؤ اس فطرت پہ جس پر اللہ تعالیٰ نے انسانوں کو پیدا کیا ہے اللہ کی بنائی ہوئی ساخت بدلی نہیں جا سکتی یہی بالکل راست اور درست دین ہے مگر اکثر لوگ جانتے نہیں ہیں اللہ کی طرف رجوع کرتے ہوئے اور ڈرو اس سے اور نماز قائم کرو اور نہ ہو جاؤ قائم ہو جاؤ اس بات پر ان مشرقین میں سے جنہوں نے اپنا اپنا دین الگ بنا لیا ہے اور گروہوں میں بٹ گئے ہیں ہر ایک گروہ کے پاس جو کچھ ہے اسی میں وہ مگن ہے لوگوں کا حال یہ ہے کہ جب انہیں کوئی تکلیف پہنچتی ہے تو اپنے رب کی طرف رجوع کر کے اسے پکارتے ہیں پھر جب وہ کچھ اپنی رحمت کا ذائقہ انہیں چکھا دیتا ہے تو یگا یک ان میں سے کچھ لوگ شریک شرک کرنے لگتے ہیں تاکہ ہمارے کیے ہوئے احسان کی ناشکری کریں اچھا مزے کر لو ان قریب تمہیں معلوم ہو جائے گا صدق اللہ العظیم السلام علیکم شیخ وعلیکم السلام ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ ومکس اسماعیل اذن سے اہلا وسہلا اللہ اکبر یس اہلا وسہلا سو ہاؤ ڈو یو ریپلائی اہلا وسہلا مرحبا 
Marhaban, Marhaban. So is this been a norm for uh, Arab culture or is it like uh, from the Prophet's time? No, Ahlan wa Sahlan is not. It's not, it's not a early classical term, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's a term that's become widely used now. Ahlan wa Sahlan. Ahlan wa Sahlan. You're part of my family and may you have ease. Subhanallah. Yeah, that's what it means. Ahlan. Allah Akbar. Oh, yes. Huh. It's, it's, a, it's a normal thing people say. Ahlan. Yes, it has such a such a yes, kind yeah. of a love to me. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And may Ahlan you be at ease. Yes. Ahlan ya Sheikh. Subhanallah. Ahlan wa sahlan. Hmm. Marhaba bikum. Acha. So today's ayahs are the Sheikh. Yesterday, 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 uh, and uh, uh, five hours, the ayah number 30 and its meaning mm-hmm. kept going through my head. And it is really mind-boggling how how astray humanity can be, how astray human mind can get if they don't get an easy path of listening to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's wahi. That's so easy, makes it so much easier. Yani insan bhatak gaya na, bilkuli. Wo apne tamak toiyan lagata hai bas. You know, tamak toi, tamak toi ki English kya hogi? People just um, conjecture. Hmm. Conjecture of thought. Conjecture. Um, just kabhi ye soch liya, phir kaha nahi ye galat tha. <laughs> phir dousa socha kaha nahi bhi galat tha. Phir koi tisa rastu aata hai, wo kata nahi nahi. Tum sab galat thai, mein sahi kaha Subhanallah. So this ayah uh, forms the the basis of uh, uh, the the most recent uh, deviation of human mind, I would say. Mm. Yeah, I think so. You could say that. And this is the ayah in the Quran on that topic, or there's other supporting material. No, there's the theme comes up again and again, the fitra, and you know, it's two things. One is the so when Allah says, That's the kind of religious aspect. Mm. That's the aspect of perception, belief, of values. And then there's another aspect of which is your worldly life and how you interact with the world and how you deal with it and how you compartmentalize it and how you study it and how you use it, which mm. then falls into the fitra. So the fitra is, Allah says, This is the primordial initial state of purity that God had created people on having belief but also then having a sense that everything around them has to have a specific place, a specific use a specific function, a specific value, a specific also reality, real, something has to, you have to come to the back, back to the point that everything has reality, so this comes up to, this comes to the very core of Aqidah because you know when you study a book on Aqidah mm-hmm. um you know, it's like Imam Nasafi, he says, that the reality of things are established. Now, that's at the beginning of a book on Aqidah, the most famous book in Islamic history, on Aqidah, on creed, on what you believe, starts with the statement that the reality of things is established, meaning they're set. Now, if you if you say they're not set, then everybody can make up, you know, goggly goop. Whatever they want, this mm. is upside down. This is this is the right way around. This is upside down. This is left. This is right. No, human beings know that right is, 
you can perceive and, and through history know what right is in terms of direction, what left is. You can understand what what heavy is, what light is, what uh, white is, what black is. You can understand what what um, small is, what large is. These are realities. Like things like thermal, you know, the kind of of gravitation. All these things are realities. So if you start saying, "No, there's no such thing as these realities," then you you end up making up any amount of conjecture you like, and basically everybody has their own reality. And this society we, we live in now is a society ostensibly where people are able to make their own reality and truth based upon their own feeling. And obviously, you know, what's right now was not right even a year ago, hmm. even three years ago, even five years ago. Every, even the people that are now saying this is right, they themselves were saying something else was right hmm. um, five years ago. And 10 years ago, they were saying something else was right. Those same people. No, I'm not talking about me just mm. debating with somebody else. I'm saying the same person today is saying, no, this is correct and this is not correct. The same person five years ago was saying something completely different. And so, you know, this is extremely interesting because even an individual person does not what's right know what's right and wrong, what's correct and what's not correct. Mm. And people now being brainwashed into say, thinking that that is the correct way of thinking about it. If you think about yourself in a work situation, a person will say something and people will say, oh, you can't say that anymore. Yeah. Because the person who said it perhaps is saying it based on what was acceptable even a year ago. You know, True. like the term that's being used, they'll say, you know, whatever it is, they'll say, oh, you can't use that term because hmm. it, will, it, will, it, will, it has this negative meaning. But I, you say, well, I just used it last year, but things have changed. But then, okay, everything will change. And if you want to live in a, 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 an exist, you know, state of flux, that's perfectly okay as a society. You choose to do that, but then you have to accept the consequences. Hmm. You, know, hmm. you have to accept the consequences. You can't just take it and not accept the consequences. So what has happened? The, 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 the recent debate is on gender. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Insan now living in these countries, can just one day wake up and say, I'm not this, I'm that. Mm. And you've got to accept. Well, that's, a, yes, that's, a, that's a wider political, you know, it's a wider political issue which has to do with power politics and and, and um, I think clamping down on dissenting voices on the fringes, such as religious voices. Mm. So it's all based upon the fact that you, you say that you have to accept that, you know, people's feelings are sacrosanct and sacred so this is all based upon the individualization of 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 um, truth everybody has their own individual truth everybody has their own story everybody has the right to express what they want as being true not their opinion but as being truthful and you have to accept it and you, you facilitate it but then at a certain point you'll have to say well can i still say that the right direction is this side and the left direction is that side can i still say that this is heavier than this you know, to what degree do we start to, um, you know, um, cut around the edges of truth? I think that's the biggest mm. issue, I think, in terms of, especially if you start to, everyone can, everyone can accept the natural world and, and scientific fact. <clears throat> so do we, are we going to start cutting away that? Leave aside religious fact, mm. for argument's sake, just leave it aside. We're just talking about um, scientific fact. The fact that your, 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 your sex is ingrained within every 
layer of your chromosomes and your DNA, you know, hardwired into that level of your existence cannot be changed just because your opinion is of yourself is something else. What it means is then your perception of yourself is different. That's a different issue. That's a psychological issue. Mm. And in the past, in the good old days, you would go to a doctor. Uh, you would you would ask for some kind of help in deciphering how your mind is working or misinterpreting a, a phenomena. It might be hormones, for example. You know, I had a case of a person who phoned me and said, "Oh, there, there's a very you know a relative, very close relative, uh, was affected by um, gin possession, hmm. and um, and they were speaking in tongues. In other words, they're speaking what seemed to be different languages." And they had really, they said they had so much power in their body that they were unable to, no one was able to control them. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is I, I spoke to a friend of mine who's a psychiatrist. I said, this is a situation. But the person said, you have to come and read something on them. And I sent, my, I sent this to one of my friends. He, psychiatrist, he, 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 dealt, he, in, he, he got in contact with the people. It, they realized there was a hormone imbalance. And once the hormone imbalance was sorted out, the person became normal because mm. it was post natal hormone imbalance which led to all these things happening um, and the, th the thing is that was how you dealt with okay you know this person the relative thought it was something mm. but the reality is reality reality is the way the body works and functions we give um we give explanations based upon real observations rather than a, 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 a hidden meaning in islam Always, mm, mm, you know, if somebody is ill, you look at what what do they eat, what do they drink, what what they've been doing, and the spiritual thing is like a, a later, um, you know, kind of investigation sometimes. And so the reality is that if somebody is affected by dysphoria, which was you know kind of I touched upon yesterday, like they are confused about their affiliation to a specific role in society. Mm. In the past, what you would say is that there's a dysphoria in the mind. That is mm. not going to. It's going to not going to go into your chromosomes and and and, and re-engineer your chromosomes, your DNA. Is it? Mm -hmm. So what they do is they're convinced that they're this, and then society says, okay, that's the case, and then society says, okay, let's 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 change what we can change, which is the bodily parts. Let's have some facial surgery. Mm -hmm. Let's remove this. Let's remove that. But at the chromosomal level, that in that that inconsistency remains, and the reason it remains is that we know that the people that go through you know, the trauma of, first of all, it is a, a real trauma. I'm not belittling the trauma of a person in, in dysphoria. What I'm saying is that that intervention does makes no difference hmm. to them because, you know, the suicide rate of, amongst people that have that kind of um, disposition is like 20 to 25, 25 times, 25, not percent, times the suicide rate of the normal population. After the complete interventions are done, and this is over years of study, over 20 years of study, the, the propensity to suicide does not change. Mm. Nothing changes. The, in, the internal issue remains as it is. And what society is doing is putting a plaster over a very deep, uh, I think, spiritual and psychological issue and saying, well, let's just accept their word for it and let's, let's chop and change, literally chop and change. You said spiritual and psychological, right? So yes. you, you've mentioned both. And this is exactly what I was going to ask, a slight detour, maybe slight tangent on, on what this ayah is. Maybe it's linked. But when you say spiritual, when man falls in this kind of thinking process, mm -hmm. is it because there is a disconnect between the disconnect of the, the, the ruh with spirituality 
and this is how you start thinking the way you think you're not mm. in sync with the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no i don't i don't think it's, it's that there's numerous things the human beings made up of body and soul as we know mm. you know so this is a, 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 this issue is in religion it's it's common to understand the consciousness which is the spirit and then the body which is the way that the biology interacts with physics and nature so there are two things and both of them interact to create perception in the, in the mind so uh, i mentioned hormones for example they make an, mm. a, a, a sizable effect so antidepressants for example are there to you know create a specific effect upon um, some of the physiology of the human being to change the way they perceive themselves mm. or to suppress certain tendencies to overthink okay mm. so that in a sense is using science to suppress a, a medical a, you know kind of a biological phenomenon that occurs in the body but the spirit also is related to perception remember you know so a person goes into depression because they think for example that they're a failure or for example they go they think they think that the past events that were in their lives were now of a nature that they will never be accepted so in in tazkiyat to nafs spirituality and in, in the purification of the heart there's this idea of aliyas aliyas is one of the the deadliest diseases of the heart it's considered to be actually one of the diseases that leads to kufr because yes it means you you think that god cannot forgive you and so the perception in your mind is the illness you're thinking it hmm. and the thinking is connected to the heart because you know in islam we believe that the, the intellect the mind the heart, the nafs, they're all connected in some way. The qalb is all connected in some way. All to the point that they're almost ind indiscernible and you cannot separate them into individual parts. So when you have that kind of imbalance of perception, it's to do with medical, uh, you know, partly it's a medical issue, partly it's a spiritual issue, partly it's a, a, a issue of perception, of thinking that your sins are so great that God's mercy is smaller than your sins. Hmm, hmm. Now who's that? Your mind, your mind's thinking... I've done this sin. I feel sorry for myself. I'm, I feel so sorry for myself that I, I think that God can even God could not forgive me. Allah you know, you like wallowing. You know, we say in passing in Urdu, Mayusi Kufr hai. Mayusi Kufr, it is. Uh, the Quran says, you know, only the people that, uh, only the, the, the disbelievers have a, a yes, which is, um, you know, a, a lost cause perception in their minds. Only the people that are the people in a state of disbelief are um, are distant from the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Mm, 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 mm. So this is a, a, a theme. So the point is, this the fitra is a part of no un, coming to terms with the fact that your body and your soul, your consciousness and your physiology are interlinked in a very deep, deep way, and that's also to do with everything like medicine and. You know, so, Sheikh, uh, I mean, carrying on from what you said about uh, this possession of the jinn and is a very kind of hot topic for people, everything. Um, I've had text messages from people before. I'll ask Sheikh, you know, I'm under magic spell. Um, I said, this is not our topic. But now that you've touched upon it, every, th every time there is some kind of perceived disorder in one's life, mm. they should always approach it from medical point of views psychological point of view instead of going towards this jinn possession and or magic spell or someone's done nazar or someone's done magic on them mm -hmm. and they start finding out who's done it and to what extent they've done it and then uh, it seems that there is 
uh, a tendency of finding out something is wrong, but there is no set pattern of how to cure it. Mm -hmm. But you, you followed the a path which is totally different. You sent a psychiatrist to the person and they found out it's a hormonal imbalance. Well, I mean, that's my own preference. But the thing is, um, there's no denying the 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 whole perception of waswasa. There's no there's no denying the perception of the effect of um, the, the the suggestions of shaitan to the human mind, and that's waswasa. The waswasa is is a reality, and also al aid, which is the you know this the um, the effect of a person. So there is an external being called shaitan. He yes. can whisper. Yeah, and, and the whispering is, remember, it is like you watch an advertisement just now, okay? Now, the whole point of advertising is to whisper. It's yeah. not going to tell you, Zubair, buy this. I'll be, is he walk to school? Hmm. You know, you know, it's not saying that because it won't affect it. What affects you buying and your pattern long over a long term is the waswasa of advertising. It's called subliminal, especially in Ramadan. You know, think Ramadan... If you look, I, I, I don't actually, I've not done this for a long time, but in Ramadan, imagine TV stations in, in the Muslim world. They will not directly sell what they're selling. They will make the product fit into the Ramadan spirit. Yeah. So at the end, they will, you know, they will have a small thing of, you know, it's about, you know, it's about compassion, helping other people. And you don't know what it's about until the last second and it, and it kind of puts in indirectly the, their, their product. That we mm. are part, this is our culture, this is our... Um, you know, lifestyle choice. This is our. Um, mm. This is also part of who we are, mm. and so that's a waswasa. A waswasa is simply a suggestion, mm. and so suggestions are more powerful than orders. This is what's interesting because people think for the shaitan to affect you, he needs to get into your body and, and your blood and control your your every part of your being, or a jinn has to do that. Mm. The way of changing person's behavior is perception and and a thought, like you know. You know, it's a famous hadith of Imam Bukhari where the Prophet said the shayateen collected and 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 the, and shaitan himself had all of his helpers and he asked what did you what did you do today and they said we we threw discord between this person and that person or a husband and his wife the point being a suggestion like mm. they didn't come and possess the husband to say something to the wife and then he they ran away and then the wife said what happened there no mm. it's it's something in daily life that he sees, and then a suggestion comes to his mind, and that suggestion is the thing that 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 um, you know tears away and eats away at him until he does something stupid, or she does mm. something stupid. Mm. So mm -hmm. it's this small leverage that makes the effect, and so no one's denying the evil eye, which is envy, can affect. Mm -hmm. And the, the interesting thing is, one of our teachers, Sheikh Samar Al Nas, he says, if you believe in the evil eye, you have to believe in the good eye as well. Mm, 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 like the, mm. the evil eye is like you, boom, you it can destroy somebody like some kind of super hero or super enemy or um villain, you know, using this powerful ray to kill you. And then the other is the the the, the sight of a a, a, a wali or an of the awliya, which mm. is the effect of the opposite, which is how did India and Pakistan, the subcontinent, become Muslim? Is these people sitting under trees yeah. doing dhikr and just giving people food and just looking at people and then they would become Muslim. It's famous because how did village after village become Muslim? Unless no, I mean, Iqbal says maktab ki karamat hai ke fezani nazar. Yeah, fezani nazar. Yeah, maktab ki karamat hai ya fezani nazar. Yeah, maktab is yeah. Is it the fact that you've been taught in a a specific educational setting, or is it 
Faisan. Faisan in a, is it the is it the outpouring of generosity that is from sight? Yeah, yeah. That's true. And, and there's, there's a lot of uh, poetry on it, on Faisan in Azar. Yeah, that's a good uh, failed, failed line, failed. It's failed from failed, which is a, 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 a wave, engulfing mm. wave of something. Mm. And so th there's no denying all that. But the thing is, in Islam, very clearly, you know, when Aqidah, we, we, we study Aqidah, we say that thing, the reality of things is established. The, one of the meanings of that is that you, you go for logical reasons for things before you go for super, super rational reasons for mm. things. Mm. <laughs> You know, if if your hands, if your fingers, you know, pulsating, you think, okay, did I hit it with something? That's what you think mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. So, um, hmm. well, there are other things. I don't want to go into the depths of that issue. Yeah, because... <laughs> no, I mean, with with your disposition, I mean, with your, um, I, I, what I conclude is that this is the last thing you would look at. You, you will. This is uh, in it process of elimination this is last in the list yeah, yeah. i mean that's, that's i would say that clearly it's not last being less least important it's the least it's the it's the one that requires most um research and investigation if everything else is not accounted for they can yeah. you can't count it based upon psychological disposition physiology hormonal imbalance um, you know, early life trauma. These all things we know exist because our Muslim mm. phys physicians, mm. and and you know from, you know, Balqi and all these great physicians and Razi and they all studied these spiritual diseases. But they also, first of all, used to focus on what is depression, what is anxiety, melancholy. They would look at the physiological, environmental, um, trauma-based reasoning for these things. That triggers mm -hmm. nowadays we call it triggering. Essentially, they 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 put all this out in you know the fourth century Islamic century, mm -hmm. well before this was even part and parcel of modern psychiatry. So mm -hmm. we have a tradition of this. This is the thing, and 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 I, you know my school, my teachers, the most respected of my teachers, never gave much credence to a person saying they were possessed. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. like the, the my my most illustrious teachers. So the more illustrious the teacher was, the least the less they would give initial credence. They wouldn't deny it, but they would they would say X, Y, and Z before all these other things. So, uh, and there was a conversation we had offline at some point. I think it's relevant here uh, in about the, the the melancholy and the 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 journey of Ruh. Mm. How does the journey of Ruh cause? depression anxiety or maybe not depression or anxiety or, or feeling of helplessness and mm -hmm. melancholy mm. so i mean the thing with the fitra is the fitra is a balance of nature the biology and your your, your spirits so mm. there's a there's a definite place within which god has placed you and so your body comes with your spirit and the spirit comes as the child comes in a very immature state mm. so if you think about it, the child comes consuming 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 you know, defecating, you know, urinating, nappies and eating, nappies and eating for the first whatever time. And then the soul is also just at the very basic level of consumption of anania, as we would say, you know, you know, very kind of selfishness. It doesn't care about the mother's sleep. It doesn't care about the, the mess it makes. And then as this, as the, the body matures and it starts to eat solid food, the, the spirit also starts to mature and realize that not everything is about me. 
Mm. It's about other things as well. So uh, four or five kids start sharing and they actually realize the pleasure of sharing. And then, you know, inshallah, by the base of 12, 13, they, they start to have qualities where they stop having hiqd and hasad, you know, envy and rancor, which is one of the things the Prophet, you know, he, his heart, his blessed heart, Sallallahu was opened at the age of around 12. And, you know, the hadith mentions that what was extracted from the Prophet was al-hiqdi wal-hasad, you know, rancor and 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 anger against people mm. and, and envy against people. Those qualities are an indication of the soul elevating itself. So when it elevates, it gets to the point that it's a normal adult soul, which is compassionate. And, 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 and But the thing is, once the soul starts to then elevate itself more, the, the, the maqam of the, of the soul, the station of the soul starts to advance more. It's almost as if you go up another level of this big building and you look down and every time you 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 kind of go up another level of maturity and experience and also you know inshallah allah wanting good for you you are initially hit with um you know your breath taken away by looking for example looking down and just seeing something you've never seen before mm. and that that is disconcerting it is it is something that you know creates an imbalance within you that you t- have to take time to get used to so imagine mm. you're going up a ladder, you, you're, you're not good with heights, you go up the first, second, third rung of the ladder. But if you if you start to practice, you'll get to the fourth, fifth, and after a period of time, you get used to it. Mm. And so it's like a phobia as well. And so what happens is the soul, initially when it makes that jump, it goes into this state of, um, you know, kind of like a child throwing a child up in the air. It starts, loses its kind of breath because it's never been so high. You throw the child up and you catch it. It's like this initial state of euphoria or melancholy or whatever imbalance it is, there'll be different imbalances that come up. And at a certain point, it starts to level and, and settle down. And the, and, and, the, and, and the causes of the growth of ruh? The causes of the growth of ruh are, are, are usually a, 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 an increase in experience and and um, perception and maturity of the soul. So obviously the, the soul... It's to like, do with the age or... No, no, it's to do with experience and perception. Maybe you perceive something differently now. Something has, has clicked spiritually. Like mm. when you really imagine you're a Muslim and you believe La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. And at a certain point it clicks that the Prophet is has more concern for you that you're than your own um your own parents, your own children. Everybody is nothing compared to the compassion the Prophet has for you specifically. The mm. moment that clicks like really clicks, like ex- experientially, you make the connection that this person has more concern for you than anybody you will ever meet in your life. Initially, that that uh, that's unsettling because you, it means that everything around you that you felt was valuable to you starts not being valuable. And you have to then reassess everything. Mm. You have to do a, a reassessment of all your relationships. And this is when people, you know, go into they change their personality or they you know, like I was watching something about uh, Yusuf Islam this morning um, and when he became you know Muslim and how he changed he totally changed completely you know mm. pop star and all the rest of it and yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden the big That's beard me. and then he's got yeah and so that was him coming to terms with this big change in perception which for him had could only be done by completely changing and in mm. fact he admit, admits himself overreacting to the stimuli yeah. of change because mm-hmm. he realized and that, stimu- you know, that stimulus lasted a long long time for him yeah but the thing is he also took advice from people he he felt maybe given the wrong advice yeah so there was a balanced way of doing it but it was all good it was not as if 
that wasn't the most perfect thing for him to do. Mm. It made him who he is today. So that that change, you would say extreme change, mm. is a, be a beautiful spiritual change. And mm. the thing is, it comes with all the imbalances. So the melancholy, the, the, the kind of happiness, you know, happiness and sadness, all these kind of things are part and parcel of that. And, you know, if, most people don't go through those kind of changes after the initial kind of maturity change of knowing what's right, what's wrong, you know, knowing the basic concepts of, of, of forgiveness and, and equality and all these things. It's only when you start to think about things deeply and you think of your origin of your existence that you want to go and you realize there is a journey to go on. That's mm -hmm. the people that fall into this state of melancholy and, and spiritual upheaval. Because it's like, you know, the great people of the past, like Jaladin Romi, they went on a journey. And mm. so the journey led to poetry, it led to, um, you know, teachings that, you know, are to this day kind of etched in our imagination because they're so famous. Mm, 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 mm. So, yeah, so this Fezan exists, the Nazar exists, both evil and faith. Mm. They, 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 they are a reality, mm. as is the growth of spirit as is possession but that comes right no possession the... i mean that's a different issue possession as, as possession is in that sense that's a different issue which is another so i've found because uh, i misquoted the 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 share i just want to correct it for people mm -hmm. who are listening ye fezan e nazar tha ya ke maktab ki karamat sikhaye kisne ismail ko adab e farzandi yes hai na ये फैजान नजर था ये मकतब की करामत सिखाए किसने इस्माइल को आदाब फरजंदी सो दैट्स यू नो देयर वाज नो ही डिडंट गो टू अ स्कूल इस्माइल बट यस व्हाट ही डिड वाज नजर यस यस नजर ऑफ हिज फादर हिज फादर यस अली सलाम अली सलाम सिखाए किसने इस्माइल को आदाब फरजंदी अ शॉर्ट एड ब्रेक रिफ्लेक्शंस विद शेख रिजवान मोहम्मद एंड इंशाल्लाह वी विल बी बैक विद Uh, yourself and to receive some fezan in the next half assalamu alaikum जिस शान तो शान सब बणिया जिस रिफ्लेक्शन शेख रुजान मोहम्मद ऑन फिफ्टींथ ऑफ रमदान एट थर्टी फोर इज इफ्तार टूडे ऑन Fifteenth day of Ramadan uh, in Glasgow. And just before the break, we were discussing. Uh, we, we started a discussion with the thirtieth ayah of the thirtieth surah of Quran, Surah Al-Rum, 
And Surah Al-Rum, uh, as we have been on this journey of understanding Surah Al-Rum and discussing the, the, the meanings of Surah Al-Rum, uh, we've kind of uh, almost um, come to a conclusion that to understand the civilizational aspect of um, Islam, this is probably the most important surah of the Quran. Um, how what was the origin of man? What is his societal responsibilities and kind of like broad principles of interaction uh, of individuals with individuals, family life, and also uh, the interaction of communities that we have and the set principles of how man is created and how they should remain on the fitra or the um, what's the, on the the true nature that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has intended and understanding that intent uh, is as important as uh, anything else in life. Understanding the intent of our creation and intent of the true nature uh, of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's um, crea creation. Now. Ayah number 31 is uh, something that we finished our yesterday's session, Munibin. Munibin uh, are people who uh, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowingly. And I asked the Shaykh yesterday uh, about what is the response to this command for Aqim Wajhaka Liddini Hanifa. And Shaykh, uh, what came to mind yesterday was. When I was on, on a walk, this ayah, Qul inna salati wa nusuki wa mahiyaya wa mamati lillahi rabbil alameen. And I thought I will uh, ask you if there is a connection of this ayah as a response to the ayah that we discussed yesterday. I think I did mention the, the response. I did, did, I did, I did mention you, the you connection. Did. Yeah. It came to my mind and I mentioned it very quickly. You did? Okay. Was it yesterday or the day before? Because I did say your, 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 uh, I can remember just off the top of my head, you know, your prayers and your your pilgrimage, your life and your death is for Allah. I didn't mention it's, you know, from the the Prophet Ibrahim or that that is connected, but it is obviously connected. The mm. the, the Deen al Hanif, the primordial pure religion, is one in which everything is God centered. Mm. So you know when you, when you say aqim wajhaka, it means give your full attention. Now that when I, I think when I explained that I must have mentioned it there that that means your 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 worship and your devotions your life and your death are for Allah, that is that means that you you completely coming to the table with your full being to worship God, mm. in every aspect of your life you know subservience and servitude and and obedience, and that is that is the fitra that means it's also you know part of the meaning of fitra is it means that's the that's the place where you'll find complete content, because. So what, what, a deeper meaning here. I mean, namaz uh, like salat is for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Mm -hmm. There is there is no doubt in it. Mm -hmm. But why has this been said? Kul inna salati wa nusuki. Your salat uh, and your um, sacrifice. Yeah, my my prayer. My prayer. My my my, my, my prayer. My so sacrifice. Yes. My life. My life. Yeah. My uh, my death uh -huh. is all for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Yes, because there's, you obviously know that the issue here is that people, what they say is not always what they believe. Mm. And um, the biggest, one of the biggest problems with the religion is that people do things for the wrong reasons. 
and you know the, the it's like in the hadith of Imam Muslim, the Prophet said that the person be thrown who is generous will be thrown to the depths of hellfire, and the angels will say to say to them, or Allah will say to them, "Why were you generous?" Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they will say, "Well, it was a good thing to do," but Allah will say, or the angels will say, "You did this, so it will be said about you that you're sahih, you're you're generous." Mm-hmm. Or a person fights and you know fights and is killed. As a, as a, you know, quote unquote, a shaheed, and then the angels will say, or God will say to them, um, you know, why did you do this? And they will say to raise the banner of God and to to fight for the name of Allah. And it'll be said to the person, you did it so that people will say about you that you're courageous. And so when you when you you make the announcement pronouncement yourself, and you say. I mean, and you're told to say this. So remember, قُلْ إِنَّ salati. Mm-hmm. You know, O oh Muhammad, say say it to people, pronounce it to people, that what I'm doing, which is my prayer and my, you know, sacred, um, you know, task that I do, and my life and the ultimate death, the purpose of my life and death, is only for Allah, who is a container and, and sustainer and possessor of all the worlds. That statement, you'll be held to account for that. And it's important to check yourself on that specific issue of sincerity mm-hmm. do you understand so it's a very important that even though you're doing it you have to say what's the intention behind it and the intention as you know actions are by their intentions mm-hmm. and actions are also by their ends the Prophet has two statements on that that actions are based upon how you end up doing something you may be evil quote unquote all your life and then the end of your life you come and do some good that will be what Gained you God's pleasure. So, uh, so reflecting with Sheikh Rudwan Muhammad um, on fifteenth day of Ramadan here in Glasgow, eight thirty-four is iftar time today. I'm just good to people who just joined. Um, the, the the set of ayahs, inshallah, will um, hear the ayahs again, and then inshallah we'll move on to ayah thirty-one and thirty-two after we've listened to the ayahs. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In the name of Allah, the entirely merciful, the especially merciful. فأقم وجهك للدين حنيفا فطرة الله التي فطر الناس عليها لا تبديل لخلق الله ذلك الدين القيم ولكن أكثر الناس لا يعلمون. So direct your face toward the religion, inclining to truth. Adhere to the fitra of Allah upon which He has created all people. No change should there be in the creation of Allah. That is the correct religion. But most of the people do not know. Munibina ilayhi wattaquhu wa aqeemu salata wa la takunu minal mushrikeen. Adhere to it, turning in repentance to him, and fear him and establish prayer, and do not be of those who associate others with Allah. مِنَ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَعًا كُلُّ حِزْبٍ بِمَا لَدَيْهِمْ فَرِحُونَ 
or of those who have divided their religion and become sects, every faction rejoicing in what it has. وَإِذَا دعوا ربهم منيبين إليه ثم إذا أذاقهم منه رحمة إذا فريق منهم بربهم يشركون. And when adversity touches the people, they call upon their Lord, turning in repentance to Him. Then when He lets them taste mercy from Him, At once a party of them associate others with their Lord. So that they will deny what we have granted them. Then enjoy yourselves, for you are going to know. أم أنزلنا عليهم سلطانا فهو يتكلم بما كانوا به يشركون. Or have we sent down to them an authority, and it speaks of what they were associating with him. سبحان الله العظيم. So Sheikh, uh, just focusing on actually thirty one and thirty two. Um, adhere to the truth, the true faith, and turn to Him, and hold Him in awe, and establish prayer, and not be of those who associate others with Allah in His divinity, and it carries on with those who have split up their religion and have become divided into sects, mm. each party exulting in what they have, mm. uh, especially the, th- the 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 latter one, the thirty-two, because we we touched upon the thirty. 31st yesterday yeah so you know when you, we, we talk about tafsir you have to explain it based upon what's connected in terms of meaning so the meaning that's connected here would be mm-hmm. so the order is to establish yourself purely for the primordial religion which is the deen hanif it's kind of pure um, unadulterated um, you know obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then it says do not become from amongst those that are Um, associating partners so that's the opposite so i've missed a lot there in between if you think about it you know mm-hmm. you know from you know the deen hanif and then after it comes fitra and then it talks about turning to god and then most people don't know and then you know establish the prayer and have taqwa all that i've missed you know and because it goes the opposite of the deen hanif is to become a person of um having dispersed of allegiances in your worship And your devotion, and the reasons you do things, because most people would say this mushrikeen means don't become a person who has idols in their house. Mm. You know, so you know. But the thing is, shirk is of of layers. You know, the the kind of one that can affect a person of faith can be a shirk al khafi. Like the Prophet said, a hidden shirk is that person stands to pray, um, merely to show other people that they're praying. Mm-hmm. Due to the sight, people's you know looking upon them, and so this idea of of having multiple you know purposes and multiple um, intents when doing something and not doing for the sake of Allah 
is a, a, a very um, pernicious, all-present, omnipresent almost trait of people. And this is why Allah is warning against it and saying, do not become from amongst those people that associate with Allah other things, entities. And then Allah says, مِنَ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ And those are the people that dispersed and broke up their religion. You know, you could say different ways. You could say they made different religions, different sects. Hmm. Or you could say, فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ Deen is like, you know, I'll do this for God, but I'll add in that I'm also doing it for somebody else. Hmm. Or hmm. I'm doing the worship, but I'm actually doing it so people say that I pray. Or I'm doing it so that at least people, you know. So there's, there's multiple... Intentions that are that are that are sullying and destroying your initial pure intention. And so that the meaning deen, is in farraku. Yeah, farraku dinahum can can literally mean you, in the, a lot of the mufassirun. In fact, the majority of mufassirun would say that farraku would be that they created re- religious groups like Christianity, mm. Judaism, you know, shamanism. They, all these groups that exist in in religious literature. That would be. That would be the almost immediate meaning you would understand. But remember, if you tie into establish yourself in the in the most pure religion, and don't don't do not be amongst people that that do shirk, and then it says You can't just say you know they became polytheists, and then they then they split the religion up because the people that are polytheists didn't become Christians, didn't become Jews, you know. So it seems connected and, and the simple superficial way of reading this verse would be to say that um, it just means that people made their own religions and sects. Mm. But if you look at the, the you know, the whole thing about re- listening to the Quran from Taraweeh, when I listen to this, it would be this all connected. So when it says, you know, establish yourself purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not, and then I, I see all the things after that, but the thing that connects with you know the opposite is how you know things usually. You know, you know if you think about it, you, you, most things you know, realize by the opposites. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know somebody's unfaithful, you'll know somebody's faithful. If you mm-hmm. know something that's painful, you'll know something that's not painful. You know contrast. things are opposites, contrast, and the complete contrast is to be in a state of associating other intentions with the intention that it should be only for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and that is the basis of you splitting up your religion. You know, mm-hmm. making you know it's like mo- one of the modern. Um, illnesses is that you know you have a religious space and it's a private space mm. and it's not allowed to come into the public space because you'll be mocked so mm. the religion has its own space so they have interfaith discussions from religious people and they say just stay there in that small corner having tea and biscuits don't mm. tell us what to do and obviously the problem is that there's there's millennia old wisdom and experience in the, in those voices, even if they're not, you know, if they're not true religions, but there's still, you know, experientially wisdom there, and so it means to to create mm-hmm. relig- religious groupings. But also, I think personally, I think it means this idea of of splitting your your um, purpose for religion into a specific, like a secular space and a religious space, mm-hmm. and the secular space is a public space which everyone, where everyone congregates. And the religious state had to be and has to be placed in a corner, hidden, out of sight. It's like an embarrassing, they say in English, they always have this joke about the embarrassing uncle, you know, that, you know, is a bit of a, hmm. uh, on the outlier of, of civilization, does their own thing and nobody really cares about. And so religions become like that external outlier, like an uncle that you don't really, 
that is there, it's a bit quacky, and you just let them get on with it. Mm-hmm. And then Allah says, وَكَانُوا Shia. So and then they became split into groups. And so at that point, it, it, the meaning is clearly about splitting up into dis- discernible, distinct, discrete groupings and sects that, mm. you know, because of the fact they're in- involved in shirk, which is, I believe this, I believe that, I think this is right, I think this is wrong. The point, that, the moment that you do shirk in this sense of truth, you start mm. to create sects. Like mm. in Islam, you have numerous sects in Islam. You have like 85% of people in or that are Muslim are, are Sunni uh, Muslims. 15% mm. are of other denominations, like all the, you know, all the denominations that you'll know about. And then there's denominations outside Islam that claim to be Muslim, such as Ahmadiyya. So you have all these um, Shia. Shia are, are splits, splinters. Mm. And Shia, Shia in, Ar- in Arabic literally means to... To to show somebody out to their destiny or destination, so you know there's a hadith of Prophet in which the Prophet, you know, met some people and then he he showed them to the door, and then he showed mm-hmm. them individually to the door, and it's called thumma shayyahum. Shayya means he took them individually to you know the door and and showed them out, which is not a negative meaning. It just means he showed them out individually. Mm-hmm. So Shia means literally to be a group of something, and you know in Islam we have this you know. Recently, I think people have really used this sectarian divide to divide Islam in a way that I think for large periods of its history, it wasn't divided. You know, it was divided, but it's not. I mean, it's kind of it was settled. And it recently, legal, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, if you look at the cell, the, the, um, the Safavids and the Ottomans, the, the Safavids stopped Europe becoming Muslim. The Safavids were the Iranian and uh, Persian. Muslim dynasty, uh, who basically attacked the Ottomans at the very point at which they were about to overtake Europe. Mm. You know, the Battle of Vienna, they, they ended up splitting the Ottoman army into two fronts. Whereas mm. if they had we left them, you know, it's almost like a given in history that you know, the whole of Europe, including, mm. you know, Britain, <laughs> mm. Mm. including Britain and Queen Elizabeth would have been Muslims. It's like a given, mm-hmm. historical given, that if they hadn't split the 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 you know the fr- the fronts of the Ottoman Empire, they would I mean the, the, the Europe would have been Muslim, and then you'd imagine America would have been Muslim. We would have a completely different dreamland than we are now. But mm-hmm. you know that's Qadr and Qadr in yeah. some way. But the point is, you know, in Islam we always had, um, you know, Hassan al-Basri is very, you know, Hassan al-Basri, the great great um, Tabi'i. Hmm. Considered to be the greatest of the the, the, the Tabi'i from Iraq, um, he had lots of students, and a lot of his students, you know, I, I think committed shirk in terms of their thought because they disagreed with him, and they, you know, they, they had their own opinions on certain things like the Murji'a and the Qadariya, hmm. and then you had hmm. the all of them came from his students, and what happened is when they used to argue with him, he didn't throw them out the mosque; they would end up doing another class in the same mosque. Hmm. Um, you know, in the same mo- another pillar of the mosque, they would have their the qadari or the murji'a or the the mu'tazilites. They would all be in, in these central places in the same masjid, and when they prayed, they prayed together. The problem hmm. with Islam came at the moment that you started to, you know, you know, kind of um, officialize the sectarian divide, and at that point, you had you know all the splits that you have hmm. um, in Islam. So this. 
you know, in the in terms of the verse, it doesn't mean it's in Islam there's sex. It just means that if you go away from the original original religion or perception of doing everything for the sake of Allah, naturally you'll have people with their own opinions who will then make tell people what the truth is. Okay. Do you hmm. understand? So, the, you know, one of the greatest problems. So this this will be a misinterpretation of ayah when people use this as saying, "Oh, we will be divided into sects and." And then they go on to the seventy-seven sects, and we are the the same one. That's very lazy. I think that's. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's. I think that's. You know, when we look at the Quran and we don't connect verses and the and the, the thrust of what's being mm. said, mm. in the context, it's clear what's being said is that you know Allah says that do not become from the people that associate. We right to be think, putparast uh, and all these kind of like yeah, yeah. worship idols. But the thing is, shirk is of. Shirk, one of the layers of shirk is to give your opinion more importance than the opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I mean the, meaning the, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, hmm. or giving truth more more less um, weight than your own opinion. Hmm. And so ujab and pride with your own opinion is considered to be one of the greatest forms of um, pride that there is. Hmm. You know, hmm. saying that you in your thinking are, are right. And it's, you know, considered... I mean, it's it's a loaded word you used, uh, ujab. Ujab, Sheikh, ujab. Yeah, it's like um, Ujub is pride. Ujub is um, self-centeredness. Ujub is yeah, it's a kind of uh, yeah, it's a very good way of looking at it. Self-centeredness. Ujub is yeah, Ujub with yourself essentially. Self self-centeredness. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, self-centeredness is a very good way of looking at it. And Ujub bil Ra'i is is one of the most pernicious issues in in scholarship. Like Imam Ghazali warns against it, which is why it's always something I always think about, which is your own fascination with your own opinion is one of the worst um, spiritual diseases, which is you have to constantly check whether you're saying it just because you're saying it or whether it's there's a kind of thrust of benefit here. And this is why um, when I said it's it's to do with a wider issue than just saying 77, 73 sects or mm -hmm. um, different religious names, because the moment that you do shirk in terms of opinion, you have, naturally will have numerous people having different opinions. Everybody at a certain point will open their own shop up and their own jama'ah and their mm. own, um, you know, kind of, you know, merchandise, selling their own opinions. And mm. essentially at a certain point, and this was a disease in, in the Muslim world, when people started to debate other people in front of the the the, um, the governors or the, the sultans, mm. You know, almost like a yeah, Munazara. They used to do Munazara. Munazara is a deep, deep spiritual illness in the in this in scholarship. Even though I mean, I studied Ilm al Bahth al Munazara, the whole science of doing Munazara, which is to arrive at truth. But remember, there's rules. But at a certain point, became entertainment. Almost like you know, you used to have cockfighting. My sheikh is better than yours. You know, he's no, no. Better no, the, sheikh would, the sheikh would say that I'm better than you, As which well. is worse. So, no, the, yeah, the reading is different, but if the sheikh starts doing that, that's a big problem. You know, yeah, if the sheikh yeah, starts yeah. jumping about on the member, you know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can I can just imagine so many of them doing them, uh, seeing yeah. them. So, I, yeah, I, I tend to jumping on a member is so so graphic. So, no, no, so, so I, I, I did see some um, hilarious examples of this. Where the 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 khatib swearing at other people like physically like individually swearing at people with words that are swear words, mm. and then they would say justify the swear words by saying, well, in a hadith this is mentioned and that's mentioned. I'm not going to say what it is, but the point is, they would say 
अगर हमने गाली दी है तो अल्लाह की तरफ रुजू करते हुए और डरो उससे और नमाज कायम करो और ना हो जाओ उन मुशरकिन में से जिन्होंने अपना अपना दीन अलग बना लिया है और ग्रोहों में बट गए हैं हर एक ग्रोह के पास जो कुछ है उसी में वो मगन है और ये आखिरी आयत लोगों का हाल ये है कि जब उन्हें कोई तकलीफ़ पहुंचती है तो अपने रब की तरफ रुजू करके उसे पुकारते हैं फिर जब वो कुछ अपनी रहमत का जायका उन्हें चखा देता है तो यका यक उनमें से कुछ लोग शिरक करने लगते हैं and so individual is individual is, is the i think this the most dangerous spiritual disease of this age is which Aye. is anania yeah anania and this thing of pride arrogance ujub narcissism you mentioned these are all connected to this this self gratification with different things and here the quran says kullu hizbin bima ladayhim farihun every group every party every subclass of individuals are are just in a state of ecstasy with what they have yeah and so everybody is just happy in their own corner having their own truth you know everybody has their own opinion everybody has their own religious persuasion everybody has a conception of gender and sexuality everybody is just in their own echo chamber because mm-hmm. you know essentially if you if you go on social media you'll find that you know different groups facebook groups or whatever they have their echo chamber within which the views political religious um or any interest that they have is just echoed by the people that share the same thing and within the echo chamber everybody's happy you know think yeah. of it why do people have echo chambers where everybody has the same opinion everybody says the same thing because that's where you are not challenged and if mm. you're not challenged farihun you know relaxed you know completely at ease having no worries at all farihun is like this farah is like this complete elation chill and and the thing is that abruptly stops at the moment that you you are coming up with truth hmm 
you know, that's the thing. You know, you go at your echo chamber and you say what you're saying in the echo chamber, and that all of a sudden people say that's a very strange thing to say, and all of a sudden you then realize it is a strange thing to say. The thing that stops this this infatuation with your own opinion and your own in-group is coming into face to face with reality. And so one of it is, is a social aspect, which is, you know, how we why science is so important. The other thing about truth is the ultimate truth, which this, this chapter touches upon all the time, is the liqa rabbihim, the mm. meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At that point, you know, the farah that you have until you die will stop. And then when you come to the truth, you realize, oh, the echo chamber of what we thought was real and true and mockery of religion and all these things all of a sudden disappears. And then you're, all you're faced with is the truth itself, which is mm. your echo chamber did not rec did not represent reality. Mm. And so at that moment, that's like the, the reality hitting home on the, on the day of judgment. You know, that's when everybody's scrambling for the farah that they had on the earth, they're wanting to go back. So the but time shifts, the, 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 the reality hits in this life as well. Mm -hmm. you, you're, you're in positions where you suddenly think, oh, what's been happening? If you're lucky, if you're lucky, you'll, you come to the realization here. So this mm -hmm. is like the conversion, like I was talking Yusuf Islam, he had that big conversion experience when he was about to drown in the sea hmm. and he said you know that he was you know enjoying himself enjoying life swimming in the ocean and all of a sudden he's about to drown and he, in his mind he said oh, if there's anybody out there that is a, is a higher power and you save me i'll serve you for the rest of my life that's what he said he's said it many oh. times so the farah disappeared you know the kind of top of that age what you know you know pop star everything at his disposal and then all of a sudden the reality hits, which is mortality, and he talks about this a lot. You know, Miller grant him a long life. He always talks about mortality and 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 death as as thing that nobody in society talks speaks about, hmm. because the moment you take away farah, that's when you have an opening into deeper meanings. That's why you know in this society, when you speak to people, they're always superficial until hmm. somebody dies, and then hmm. all of a sudden you have this opening of a week, two weeks when. They're thinking about big, big things, which is we're not going to live forever. You know, the, our, our own, um, you know, kind of way that we live our lives is not going to continue. What we take interest in and what we take happiness in is not something that is ultimately what's going to give us happiness. And so the farah finishes, you know, and then all of a sudden reality hits. Hmm. And that's when, you know, that's when the big decisions should be made. That's when you change the way you live, your purpose. And that's why, you know, that verse, is so important. See my my worship and my, you know, my pilgrimages, my life and my death, my living and my dying. In other words, the whole life itself, the cycle of life is for God, the, the owner and possessor of the worlds. That realization is so important because once you get out of the farah, this elation and happiness and echo chambering, that's when you know you realize the ultimate purpose of your life, and that's the point at which you know you you start to deal with God in the most perfect of ways, mm. you know, in ease and hardship, in 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 happiness and sadness, in poverty and 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 in wealth. You're you're constant, you know. The farah is not part of your life because you're constantly in a state of contentment with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Reflections with Sheikh Rizwan Muhammad. Um, 
آج کی اس نشست کو اسی آیت پہ اس کا اختتام کرتے ہیں کہ اللہ رب العزت نے فرمایا کہ کہہ دو کہ میری نماز میری عبادت میرا جینا میرا مرنا سب خدائے رب العالمین ہی کے لیے ہے اور یہ جواب ہے اس آیت کا کہ جس سے ہم نے اس نشست کا آغاز کیا تھا کہ جس میں اللہ رب العزت نے کہا کہ آیت نمبر تیس ہے فعقیم وجہ کا لدینی حنیفہ جو تمام جہانوں کا رب ہے آج کا افطار کا وقت ہے آٹھ بج کے چونتیس منٹ شیخ ان شاء اللہ Surah Al-Rum and such a pivotal surah um, to understand oneself and the relationship with others and building communities. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.